Hey, Armin here. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. We cover training, nutrition, supplementation strategies, and a whole lot more. So stand by. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Eckelbarger. And I'm Frank Mills, and we appreciate you joining us today. Armin and I are back in action. We're going to be talking about why Armin loves Vince's sissy squats and the benefits of collagen in the second part of the show. And uh, so that that being said, uh, again, thanks for joining us here at the NSP Nutrition Show. And, you know, Armin... We missed a week for the first time ever, and it's on me. Uh, I'm not sure if it's 100% of the reason, but, uh, you know, I have to say that I didn't take my supplements. I had a little bit of a vacation and uh, didn't take supplements with me. One thing led to the other. I got sick, got the flu, didn't get COVID, but I got the flu and... uh, Man, it put me down for about a week and a half, and I paid the price. And, um, you know, apologize, you guys. And uh, from now on, it taught me that from now on, I will be taking my supplements every day, no matter what. Yeah, well, I hear you, man. No, yeah. no biggie. <laughs> well, we we appreciate you guys. So, all right, Armin, let's get the show started. Um so you really love sissy squats, huh? Yeah, dude. And they're they're pretty brutal, but man, they are <laughs> effective. So, but yeah, I like them. <laughs> well, I was watching your video on your YouTube channel of you doing them. Uh, they don't yeah. look easy. They do not look easy. But uh, I, I was kind of cu- kind of curious if this was created by Vince or was it created by somebody else? I mean. The sissy squat, it, it it just sounds like, uh, you know, for somebody who, uh, well, wasn't ready to work out or hasn't worked out a lot, I guess. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Uh, but, you know, Vince learned about the sissy squat or actually the squatting technique from a silver era bodybuilder. His name was Monty Wolford. Okay. Uh, W-O-L-F-O-R-D. And uh, he had developed a very nice, balanced physique, especially his, his thigh development. Vince was real impressed by it. And so when he was uh, talking to him, he was asking how he, how he trained his legs. And, um, you know, Monty showed him. And so initially it was just called the, the Monty Wolford squat. And mm-hmm. so that's how it all got started. But Vince was, you know, so, so excited about it. Uh, and then that's how things initially got started. So it was basically known as the Monty Wolford squat to start with. Yeah, probably not as catchy as the sissy squat. Um, so how how did it evolve into the sissy squat, Armin? Well, what ended up happening is, uh, you know, the name kind of stuck when uh, Vince was doing the movements. He'd had these lifters that were doing heavy back squats. They mm-hmm. felt like that's the only way you could build good quality legs. And Vince kind of chuckled. And so he'd have them, you know, do the squatting technique. Okay. And I know it's, it's kind of hilarious, but, um, you know, what ended up happening, they, they were so 
uh, affected by the technique that uh, they couldn't do much. And so they kind of, because they were, these are big, strong guys doing heavy back squats, you know, it's like a, kind of a sissy. So the name kind of stuck and it ended up becoming one of his more famous techniques, even though, you know, he got it from somebody else, but it was just part of his regimen. He really was a big believer in it. And, you know, it is an incredible movement. Uh, it's, well, there's a lot more to it, but uh, I would definitely recommend it because um, it really does, it develops a whole top of the thigh structure. Mm -hmm. and all across pretty evenly and that's what um vince liked about it and it also helps some of the inner thigh development with those deeper ridges to uh to pop out better too so right that's right. Uh, that's how it all got started you know vince just said well here try this and then they you know they were dying and like i and they couldn't really keep up it, you know, it makes you feel like a sissy <laughs> <laughs> well for those of you who haven't seen a sissy squat or know what they are um i encourage you to go on to armin's youtube and check it out but armin what makes this method of squatting so unique i mean i visually saw it so i understand it but you know uh on the physical side i'm sure that there's some uniqueness to it as well right yeah well it's pretty unique on how it was developed um but, you know, it's explained in the, you know, the book that Vince did called The Sissy Squat, you mm -hmm. know, which you can get that on the NSP website. It has a lot of details to it. But also in the booklet, you know, Vince describes all the muscles that are involved with doing the movement. So he took a whole book of knowledge and threw that in there. But the, uh, the, the technique is basically broken down into three different movements mm -hmm. and or you can call them phases, movements or phases. But um you, 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 what you're going to do before you start, you're going to use a two before or some other kind of raised surface that's very firm that you can put on the back of your heels to, mm -hmm. um, you know, raise your heels up. And so this helps to put more engagement on the quads. And some people are all going to be about how it affects the knees and this and that because of the angle. And that's really overstated. If you do the movement correctly, you shouldn't bother your knees at all. Now, if for some reason okay. it does bother your knees, and you can obviously just adjust your feet, take them wider, a little more narrow, or adjust your toes out to offset mm -hmm. any kind of a knee, knee effect. But it really isn't going to do that if you do it <clears> properly. <throat> and so what you have in these three different movements or phases, you have what's called a knee drop. Okay. Excuse me, a knee, a knee drop. And then you have what's called a burlesque bump. And then you have the full flush, which is a combination of the first two. Okay. All right. So, uh, you know, what you're looking to do is when you get on the block, the thing is you just want to make sure you don't lose your balance. Okay. So to do that, you got to keep your shoulders in alignment with your heels. Now I did have a video put together at, for NSP that demonstrates this. So NSP has a video too, that you can go look at. And so we'll work on getting that link put in after the show gets done. So you can just, you know, go to that. But, okay. um, you know, again, you just want to get the alignment down so that you're going to really uh, isolate the quads. Okay. And then as you're doing the movements, you're going to feel it right in the areas that you're supposed to, if you get it done properly. So it takes a little bit of time to kind of, you know, play with the range of motion. So you're engaging it, but I'm telling you, uh, and I've been, you know, I've been doing it for a while. They, uh, they will smoke your quads pretty quick. Uh, it didn't look easy. That's for sure. Um, oh, okay. So what about sets and reps? So Vince felt like, um, 
because it's three different <clears> phases, uh, he just he felt like five reps of each phase was ideal. And I got to agree with him. That's that's a pretty good call because you're doing 15 total reps. And even though it doesn't hit your oxygen level quite so much, you know, a lot of heavy breathing, it still just puts the, the blood flow on the area. And so with it, he said that really didn't recommend any more than um, 15 reps per set. So five of each movement, what his, his recommendation was. And then he really emphasized not to perform more than five total sets. And I got to tell you, I can only do three because I, I don't have much in the tank after that. So do five total, more than five total sets. And then, because uh, he just felt it was too strenuous and you you probably get overtrained. And, you know, again, uh, doing five, you're pretty stout. And this is without using much weight because you mm -hmm. don't have to use much weight. That's the other thing. So, um, Five, 15 reps, no more than five sets. I uh, I kind of recommend you just start with three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm well, even when I was watching you in the video, Armin, you didn't use a lot of weight yourself, but, you know, the, the, the angle and the structure yeah. of your form and your, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, you know, to have your heels elevated like that, that alone looked difficult. Uh, yeah. it didn't look unsafe because of your form was very, very good. But, you know, I'm just thinking like, wow, you could put 20 pounds and you'd be like really struggling with that because it, it just seems like the oh, angle, yeah. I mean, it's really putting the pressure on you. So in that whole thing, uh, how much weight should somebody use when they're doing a sissy squat? Well, from my experience, uh, I wouldn't use a whole lot. I'd probably just start with your body weight till you've got the technique down. All mm -hmm. right. And so, you know, I did a demonstration video. So, I'll, you know, we'll see about having that attached to this video so that people can refer to that when we get done. I okay. look at that. But um, I would just start with probably body weight initially just to kind of get your technique down. Uh, and then you can start adding weight from there. So what I did the demonstration on was just using a Smith machine because that's a, mm -hmm. a bar that's on rails. And so you'd put the bar on the, on the front because Vince was always a big fan of doing the bar in the front. Okay. And so I felt that that uh, was a good safe way to do it, to give you control and just follow the, the flow of the movements. So I rec I would re recommend that using it. And the demonstration is going to show it on a Smith machine. Now, once you're established, you can just use a bar. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, it's going to hit you pretty good. So mm -hmm. gradually work your way up. Um, and I, before you even train the sissy squat though, I highly recommend you do some, some good quality warm up sets and, you know, at least a few decent heavy warm up sets, either using, you know, leg press or just a regular back squat or a hack squat, just to get the whole area nice and warmed up. Cause this is mm -hmm. really going to isolate. So I would do that before you hit the sissy squat. Uh, and then, you know, once you get going on it, when you decide that you want to add some weight, <laughs> then Vince suggests you, you would add weight every fourth workout. And that's when you, and you just want to just start gradually to build up. And this is another reason why it probably doesn't affect your knees when you're doing it, because you're, you're doing things in a good, cautious, and uh, uh, structured manner. Um, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, um, Again, you know, a lot of people are probably going because if you haven't seen it or if you haven't done it, you're you're kind of like, 
I don't see what's the big deal, but once you do it, you will uh, understand that it's a big deal. But um, I am kind of curious, how often did Vince actually recommend that you should train this way? All right. So when he first introduced it, he used to have the guys do it three times a week, you know, at the most. So for me, uh, you know, I'm pretty advanced. So, you know, the way my leg training is, I just I would do once a week um mm-hmm. with using this technique but i also do a little bit of other stuff after i get done with it just to kind of finish my legs off but it does right, torture right. pretty good so no more than three times a week i would say two times a week you know be rough enough as it is but he had right. them doing it three times a week just depending on their on their leg development how often they felt that they needed it so that was his recommendation on that well the one thing that you had mentioned and again, I thought was very interesting was placing your heels up on a two by four or, um, a bar or, you know, gosh, whatever block. Um, Mm -hmm. what about your foot positioning is important in this exercise? Yeah, that's a pretty good point. So when you're positioning your feet on the block, Vince was a big fan of having the feet about 13 inches apart. Okay. And now you can kind of play with that. Then that'd be perfect, but you'd have your feet about 13 inches apart. And he wanted your okay. toes to be pointed slightly out, and that's probably to keep the, the knees in alignment as you're coming down. And so your knee should be about 17 inches apart. So that's where he stipulates some exact measurements. But again, that's just a kind of a guideline. So that was on the on foot positioning. So you want to have a slight your foot position slightly out in the V, so that mm-hmm. the knees stay in alignment with the toe, and then you know, that measurement of 13 inches or so. Uh, from the foot position, and then your knees will be about 17 would be ideal. Now, if you go wider than that, what's going to end up happening, you're going to develop more of the inner thigh, which is not really a problem. So if you feel like that's a weak area and you want to thicken that up, then you would go with a uh, a wider stance, and mm-hmm. that would help bring that up. So, But that was one thing that Vince, most, he felt like a lot of guys didn't need that inner thigh, so he um, you wouldn't have them. You just had that more narrow to get the whole quadricep developed. So, Armin, I'm curious, exactly what has been your experience with the sissy squat? Well, there's a lot to know and understand. So, um, you know, after digging into it, though, what I realized is I wasn't doing the full three-phase movement properly. And hmm. so, and I still I still got results from it. So that's how phenomenal this thing is. And so I've been doing the full th- three-phase, you know, three you know, steps to it. And it, it's a game changer as far as I'm concerned. I mean, if, if you're mm. doing a lot of leg work and you've kind of been getting a little stale, this one will definitely light you up. And uh, it, it, it's a, like my training partner. He was so sore. And he's like, Jesus, man, how, how often are we going to do this? And I'm just like, well, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're doing it right apparently because, you know, we were extremely sore. I mean, mm-hmm. we only did three sets of 15. They were gut wrenching on the lat. I mean, your legs just start shaking and twitching because you've stimulated so much fiber. So I think it's a great one to do. And you can also uh, do it at the end of your workout if you if you think you're pretty stout uh, to finish them off. Um, that would be another way you can approach the technique. I just wouldn't do them first thing. You know, I don't think that that's right. a good fit because I think you need to warm up everything. Um, but that's how I'm doing it. And so then when I get done, what I'm doing because they're pretty fried. And I really want to get done quick. I'll do a cluster set on the leg press with a closed stance. Mm-hmm. And the cluster set as heavy as possible. And but you only rest 15 seconds and you do three rounds of that. 
And I'm telling you, I've been so sore doing that. It's it's in the pump is just incredible. So that's just one combination. You can also that's, superset that's awesome. superset <laughs> these with leg extensions. You could do that too. You do mm-hmm. some leg extensions and then try to do it. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Um, but um, if you do it properly, you shouldn't affect anything in the knees. It's going to really torch those quads. Uh, and you're done pretty quickly, which is really nice. You know, that was the other thing I liked about it. <laughs> well, it's definitely a very unique exercise. Um, uh, high results, high intensity. And yeah. we'll we'll see what we can do about attaching the link uh, to yeah. get the actual video of you doing it into the show page on YouTube. Good. Um, and uh, also on the podcast link, even if you're listening to the show, you may be able to click in there and be able to watch that video anyway. So I'll see what I can do on getting that information in All there. Right. But we're running out of time. Anything else, Armin? Yeah, if you're looking to really enhance your quad development and, and get some new stimulation, I highly recommend you, you look into this and incorporate it into your training. Again, you don't have to do it all the time, but to really freshen things up and to really shock them, this is a great technique. Uh, now, if you're struggling with your quads, especially your outside quads and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, then I would definitely incorporate this uh, and into your whole your whole mix. Now, if you did want to buy the book to get the details from there, which you know that's a good thing to do, uh, because then you have firsthand. There's pictures in there and demonstrating as well. Right, right. It's it's only fifteen dollars for the. You can get that on NSP Nutrition website for the book. And, well worth it. We'll have the video there, and then you can kind of look at the book, look at the video, get it ma- mapped out. I think you're really going to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, check it out and uh, stand by for a quick word from NSPNutrition.com. And Armin and I will be right back. NSP Nutrition was founded by Vince Gironda during bodybuilding's golden era. Vince wanted to supply his members with unique and nationally sourced supplements that would help accelerate their progress. NSP Nutrition stocks some of the same products it did when it first began in 1972. And you can discover our entire range of supplements and products at NSPNutrition.com. Just use the code NSPSHOW at the checkout and save 10% on your first order. Hey, and welcome back to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Echelbarger. And I'm Frank Mills. And before we get started, you know, I had mentioned at the beginning of the show that I was kind of down for the count. We missed a week. But, you know, Armin was a big help in getting me back to health. And a lot of it was with the NSP Nutrition supplements that I wasn't taking. Uh, Hey, I got back on my multivitamin, some vitamin D, and I actually doubled up my vitamin D, but you know, mm. Armin, by those little suggestions, you really helped me back on the road to recovery and man, supplements are so critically important. And I think I kind of, I kind of think I kind of took my health for granted and the supplements for granted a little bit. Well, it's, you know, again, it's just every little bit can help. And so I just found by incorporating these different supplements into my regimen, I have less issues. I don't get sick as much, yeah. which, you know, when you get sick and you're down, it affects your training. You got to start all over again. Yeah. So the, the less often that can happen, the better. So yeah, glad you're back on your feet though. <laughs> well, I appreciate everything that you offered. So thank you so much. And you guys don't do what I did. Get your supplements at nspnutrition.com and stay healthy. Um, so 
All right. So let's start in on the benefits of collagen. Now, this one kind of caught me off guard. You know, I always try to think that I have an idea of what you're going to talk about on the show. When you send me the script and we go through this, I, 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 there are sometimes you catch me off guard. And this is one of those ones that caught me off guard because collagen, no offense. I I thought, is that a guy thing? Uh, You know, I, I, I didn't know, but I am curious, Armin, what do people need to know about collagen? Well, you're going to, it's, it's in the media anyway. There's a lot of, a lot of promotion going on with other companies and I get mm-hmm. that. So, you know, there's a lot of benefits to collagen. Uh, you know, it's basically a protein. Now it's not a complete protein. So understand that. So don't think that you can just take collagen and it's going to solve all your protein needs because it doesn't contain all the essential uh, amino acids to do that, but it does okay. have a lot of them. So it's, you know, collagen is a building block of the bones, the skin, muscles, tendons, and ligaments. So that's some of the key features to it. Um, you know, it's uh, it's in your bones and muscles and blood, and it's comprising of three quarters of your skin. So mm-hmm. this helps keep the skin full and l- reduces the likelihood of wrinkles. So that's another good thing there. And basically, collagen is a third of the protein in your body. So that's why it's important. And it basically acts like a glue that holds the body together. So that's how collagen, if you didn't already know that, that's how it normally works. So as we age, you know, that aging thing, what a pain that is, uh, your existing collagen levels, they tend to break down more and more. And that's how the wrinkling process gets started. And so, and because it, the body's not making it as much, it, it's, it's, it's not producing as much and that's how it affects you. So just again, as a reminder, it's not really a complete protein, but it does have a lot of the essential amino acids. So just kind of keep that in mind when you're going to supplement with collagen. Well, my first question, and I'm sure a lot of people are out there thinking the same thing is what causes your collagen to break down? Is it nutrition? Is it not having you know your proper supplementation? Exactly. What is it? Well, there's a lot of factors involved. Um, okay. I mean, in a nutshell, some of the things that they've, from the science and the studies and so all that's kind of a moving target but they feel like the sugars don't help so excessive sugar uh, refined carbs doesn't help it's too much exposure to uv rays because uh, that helps break down collagen mm-hmm. smoking breaks down collagen i think a lot of people know about that and then obviously insufficient protein in- intake is going to be a factor too because you know these are just amino acids that your body needs to uh, maintain itself so as your body stops making as much of it, and then you're letting the wear and tear of the environment and your nutrition affect you, that's that's how it can break down. And that's why you'll see more wrinkling in people that uh, have less and less collagen in their system. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I'm kind of curious, Armin, um, you know, not having collagen in your system, what happens to your body when you have less collagen? Like I mentioned before, what you're going to notice is, uh, you know, they're going to start seeing wrinkles come up and and a lot of people hate that, especially females. And then, which, you know, this occurs as a result of the skin elasticity. So, Mm -hmm. you know, your skin, when it stays tight, everything looks right. But when it's not tight, then you can see where the wrinkles start to come in. And this is also a, a component of cellulite. Okay. So you can't really reverse cellulite, but it, you know, you can definitely make it look better by keeping your collagen levels higher. So it's, mm-hmm. that's 
for the women out there. Okay. Um, but you know, in addition, the skin becomes weaker and more vulnerable to damage because it's not keeping a nice tight elasticity. So that's another mm. part of it. Uh, so collagen loss, um, it you know, basically can lead to, like we mentioned before, bone density, it can get worse and your strength can be worse. Mm -hmm. uh, and then making people more prone to osteoporosis because, again, it's part of that bone bone part of the, your health. So that's another thing. It's good to keep it, keep your collagen levels up. Well, are there are there ways that we can supplement our collagen or or even add collagen to our system? Yeah, we, we actually do that naturally. Um, oh, you know, but if okay. you want to if you want to enhance it, then the foods uh, that enhance it, some of the top foods and there's this is not an exhausted list, but, you know, bone broth is really good. So if you like mm -hmm. having bone broth, then utilize that. Eggs, okay. you know, imagine that. That's talking about eggs all eggs. the time. So eggs is a great one. Uh, and then obviously the meats, they're going to help because they're they're all high in collagen because they have a lot of amino acids that go with mm. that. Um, and then like chicken skin, like drumsticks and wings that I like to eat, dark meat, that's got collagen in it as another example. Uh, you know, fish will have collagen. You, a lot of your uh, maritime, you know, anything that's seafood-related or fish-related, it's going to have some. And then plant-wise, mm -hmm. uh, spirulina, it seems to be a, you know, have some collagen. It's not going to be a high amount, but, it, it, you know, everything kind of adds up. So that's another one. Or you can just get NSP's ultra, you know, collagen complex and throw that in your cup of coffee or mm. mix it up with something, mix it up with water or something. And go that route. So it just depends on how you want to get collagen. <laughs> well, you talked about less wrinkles, okay? But right. what are some of the other benefits of taking collagen? Well, they, they feel like because it's amino acids, it can help with increasing muscle mass, okay, mm. and your strength. Okay. Um, and they, you know, they've done it compared to, to a placebo effect, and it did, you know, make a difference. Um, another studies are showing that uh, people that that suffer from arthritis has felt significant improvement when they're taking collagen supplements. So if mm. you have a lot of stiffness in the body, it seems to be a good aid for that. Uh, and best of all, if you want to look younger and have nice full skin, then it's going to give you that and you're going to minimize the uh, the wrinkles and the fine lines that, that happen over time. So, mm -hmm. uh, and the other thing is pretty interesting. It does help with your hair and nail growth. So, uh, Interesting another, uh, benefit there, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, okay. I I have to ask Armin. I'm curious. Are you taking collagen? Yeah, I am. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm I'm 58, going to be 59 pretty soon. So, uh, yep. you know, my collagen levels could obviously be better, and so I'm using the NSP collagen. And I uh, I only mix it with my protein drink. I'll have it with with my coffee, or I have it with you know just some some water to stir it up. Um, mm -hmm. And you can have it multiple times a day, but I, I I would just do something that's at a kind of a regimented basis. So like one time a day, or it doesn't have to be perfect. But it, and when you're adding it in along with your other nutrition, you should start to mm -hmm. notice some differences with it. So that would be how I would approach it. But, uh, you know, I just put my two scoops in my milk and egg protein a lot of times, just mix it with there because the NSP collagen has, you know, has, uh, fish related collagen it has plant related collagen uh, and animal related collagen so you have all these mm -hmm. kind of mixed together so it's a give you a complete profile of it interesting interesting what about age is there a certain age that you should start taking collagen yeah that's a pretty good point um and as 
probably a loaded question on top of all that with all this, you know, different science views and comments. Um, you know, some people don't like supplements. They can say, oh, that's a waste of money. But and then you have some science that says, you know, that you should start as early as your 20s. I don't know if I agree with that. Right. Because, right. you know, in your 20s, you're kind of bulletproof. Everything's like no problem. But mm -hmm. um, I would say, you know, maybe your late 20s and early 30s would be a good time to definitely consider it. But again, it just depends on, you know, how your body's feeling, how it looks. Um, but at my, at my age, I highly recommend it because, again, we're not making as much of it. And if you want to right, keep right. things, again, it's your part of your skin. So to keep that as, as, as full as you want, this can help. So, and there's plenty of studies that talk about that. So, I mean, the, uh, you know, the strongest foundation is your skin. So you want to keep that, all those cells functioning as, as good as you can. Absolutely. Well, we're getting short on time. Any final thoughts? Yeah, if you're starting to notice wrinkles um, and the skin's getting a little looser, then you, you might want to consider I mean, you should really consider taking some collagen. Or if you have some mild joint pain, this can be another way to help relieve some of that. So mm -hmm. I, I would definitely consider it. Now, then that be NSP nutrition, but it, you know, start eating the foods that are high in collagen, like, you know, the bone broth and stuff. And getting right, that into right. your diet because you know it can help you long term um, to keep it where you want it because you only have one body you only got one set of, you know the skin is what it is so the better that stays healthy the less likely you have skin cancer less likely you have other issues so uh, you know that longevity thing is handy especially if you're successful and things are going well and you want to maximize it I uh, I think it should be part of your uh, your overall strategy. <laughs> Well, a lot of great information, Armin. Uh, you definitely educated me on collagen. And, uh, you know, I think it's a good thing. So we appreciate, again, all the information that you bring to the show. Uh, a lot of good stuff, and we appreciate it. No problem. Hey, guys, we only need like 11 more subscribers, and we break that 1,000 mm. threshold. So anything you can do to help, we'd really appreciate it because we're excited about all the things it allows us to do with the show. So, because uh, YouTube gives you some other enhancements and helps spread the word. So, if you know anybody, have them see if they can subscribe to help us out. <laughs> we definitely appreciate that. And, you know, we also lean on you guys a lot for content for the show. And yeah. Armin's always reading your content on YouTube, your questions. And, and if you have questions, if you have a topic suggestion, uh, even about a show that we've already done, if you want, you know, a little extra information or whatever, make sure you get us the information. Now, there's a lot of different ways to do that. First of all, you can scan those QR codes right up on the screen and you can contact Armin and I directly. So that's something that we've added and we want you to be yeah. able to communicate. So that's one way. The other way is the old fashioned way. You can go into YouTube and comment right there. Armin does mm -hmm. take a look at those and reviews those. Or if you want to send an email, you've got a more detailed uh, information you want to put in there. Hey, email support at nspnutrition.com. We'll get that information and we'll implement something into the show. We'll answer your questions. Because uh, the reason why we do this show, we want to make an impact. And if we can do that with one yeah. person, it's worth it. It, you know, the yeah. show is worth it. So we appreciate your interactivity 
and watching the show, listening to the show, and we definitely appreciate it. And, you know, Armin, without the audience, uh, you know, it doesn't matter what we do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we need your support. It, it always helps. Yep. All right. Well, hope you guys enjoyed the show and join Armin and I next week for a brand new episode of the NSP Nutrition Show. Hey, thanks for checking out the NSP show. Go to nsbnutrition.com where you can find a whole heap of resources to help you achieve stunning definition and eye-popping levels of muscularity. Don't forget you can save 10% on your first order by using the code NSP show at the checkout. Catch you next time.